Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, everybody. It's Yasmin Boland here coming to you live and direct from my little meditation room in London, England. Where are you? Where are you listening from? If you're watching on Facebook, Tell me where you are in the comments. And if you're listening on Unity Online Radio, well, hello, you can't talk to me, but I will talk to you. I hope you're really, really well. So um, this week we've just, just, just had the full moon. Hopefully you had a chance to uh, join me for my Facebook Live, which was um, which was uh, held yesterday. I was in my garden. Actually, I made it a little bit early. I prefer to do the Facebook Live for the full moon after dark, but I kind of messed up the timing because here in England we've swapped over to summertime. Yay! Have you swapped over to summertime where you are if you're in the States? I guess, my friends in Australia, you've swapped over to, uh, well, I think it's called, is it called Standard Time, something like that? Um in Australia, they've just had summer, now it's autumn, and here in the UK and the same in the USA, we've just had winter and now it's spring. So, yeah, so look, about this uh, full moon yesterday, we, we talked about it a bit last week, but let's, listen, let's talk a little bit more. Uh, in a nutshell, uh, it was the full moon in Libra, and we're still very, very much in the, uh, in the, new, in the full moon cycle. Um, reason being that uh, the full moon effects last about three days, about three days. So we only had the full moon last night, I think about 7.30 p.m. UK time. And, uh, yeah, so it hasn't been that long. <laughs> so we're still in the full moon phase. So if you haven't done your full moon work, in inverted commas, uh, it's not too late. So what is full moon work, I hear you say? Very good question. Full moon work is essentially uh, tuning into the full moon, um, same as new moon work is falling, tuning into the new moon. So when it comes to tuning into the full moon, what we do is we actually um, take a moment to reflect on life and on the month that was and where we all are and how we all feel and really crucially to release any upsets and release any dramas, release any residual resentment or bitterness is the word that keeps coming to me. I don't know if there's a lot of bitterness in the air. Um, and in particular this full moon, because it's to do, because it was in the sign of Libra, it was very much a time to be releasing any um 
relationship dramas because Libra is the sign of relationships. So, you know, how did you go with that? Did you do it? And if you haven't done it, do you want to do it? Like it's a really good time to do it. So how do you do it if you haven't done it? Because a lot of you won't have done it. Um, well, you can tune into my my ceremony that I did yesterday out in my backyard, uh, which you'll find if you go to my Facebook page, which is just under Yasmin Boland, and then scroll down a bit to last night um, at about 6 p.m. UK time, uh, and you'll find the ceremony there. Or if you don't want to do that, you can um, literally just, you know, grab a piece of paper and a pen Put on some beautiful spiritual music like Edo and Joe, for example, two of my favourites, or um, David Pramal and Mitten, can't go wrong, or, you know, just type yoga music <laughs> into uh, YouTube and you'll get something there. And really you do that because music changes your vibration. So you always want to kind of create the right vibe when you're doing anything with the new moon or full moon or anything sacred, even just an oracle card reading or a tarot card reading or whatever, meditation. Put on some beautiful music. If you happen to be into um, essential oils, put some beautiful essential oils in your diffuser. Uh, that also will raise the vibration because um, it's especially if you use something like uh, doTERRA, which I use, or Young Living, which I believe are also good, where they're really good quality controlled oils. And they, I mean, you know, I have no scientific pr proof of this, but I can tell you um, I started using doTERRA oils um, because somebody gave me, a pack or I think I bought a pack because I felt like I should actually because it's one of those things where you know you buy it and then people buy it below you it's an MLM and I I think I actually I did I bought it and um and I just and I had it in the box for months and months because I kind of bought it just as a favor to someone and um finally I unpacked it put it in the living room and just chucked a few drops of whatever in there, don't remember what it was, and just went back to my desk where I was, I had the desk in the living room at that point, and just sat down and do, started writing. And then about like 8, 10, 12, 15 minutes later, I was like, oh, my God, what is going on in this room? It was like the whole room, the energy had lifted. And um it's funny because, you know, when you do though, have you ever tried to feel energy where you kind of push your hands together? You know, I've never been that good at that. I've never I've never sort of thought, can I, I mean, actually doing it right now, I feel like I can feel it funnily enough. But normally I feel like, oh, I'm not sure if I can really feel it. Maybe I can feel it. I can sort of feel it a bit. But I'm actually really good at sensing energy like the energy in a room or actually someone's energy, like especially if I know them and love them, like my husband, I can just feel his energy like that. And I can feel the energy in a room. And the energy in the room had like gone up 200%. Like it was just changed. And I, well, I had no expectations. Like I'd bought this stuff as a favour to someone. I left it in the box for weeks and weeks and weeks found it, thought, oh, okay, let's just give it a go. Why not? No expectations. And it was like, whoo. Anyway, I'm kind of digressing about oils, but they really are amazing. So music, oils, maybe soft lighting. 
And then what you have to do is you have to just basically write out who, uh, what you're, who you're forgiving, why you're forgiving, what happened, why you're forgiving them. And also, you know, it can actually be really good to forgive yourself <laughs> because we often do things that, you know, we're later not that happy about, not that thrilled about. And forgiving ourselves is a really, really big thing. So, um, so yeah, and uh, that's really like a simple way to do a full moon forgiveness. And, excuse me, the reason why we do it is because, um, it, you know, we all need to let go of our CRAP, our SHIT, lots of other rude words like P-O-O-H. And uh, we need to kind of get rid of all that stuff because, um, you know, what we put out is what we get back. And if we're giving ourselves a really, really hard time about something, especially if it's, um, you know, we for ourselves we need to forgive, um, you know, the problem is that the biggest block to manifesting is self-doubt, self-doubt. And, um, you know, if you're, if you don't think you're worthy, if you think oh, I'm such a terrible person, oh, I just, I did this, I did that, I did the other, I'm so bad, I don't deserve anything, my mother told me I don't deserve nice things, this is why I can't have nice things because I don't deserve them, you know, all that kind of stuff, then, you know, we're not going to manifest nice things. If we believe we're not worthy of nice things, of, you know, if we're not worthy of, of good, the good things in life because of the CRAP people have told us, then we're not going to manifest it. And, you know, just as another little slight digression, as I talk here nonstop, I've been talking nonstop for about 10 minutes. I will take a call in a minute if anyone's waiting. But, you know, like if you're a parent, um, if you're a parent and you've got kids, you know, well, if you're a parent, obviously you've got kids. If you've got kids, you know, it's really important uh, the messages that we give our children, you know. We really need to give our children the message that they're lovable, they're worthy because they are. And, you know, if they do something like if they, I don't know, they get a fantastic new coat, like here in the UK we have quite expensive coats. Um, for winter because it's quite cold and the coats can cost, you know, a couple of hundred pounds, you know, and God forbid, touch wood, my son hasn't done this today as I talk about it, but, you know, just say if they, they leave their really expensive coat at, at on the bus or they lose their phone or, um, you know, they, they smash something, you know, that's not the moment to go completely mental and say, you don't deserve good things because as tempting as it is that I have to say, my son losing things is one of the things that drives me around the bend. Um, he doesn't do it so much anymore, Touchwood, but he went through a phase from about the age of, I don't know, 10 to 12 where he just seemed like every day he came home he lost something else and I used to go mad. And, uh, you know, and then, I, and then I kind of stopped because I realised, you know, he didn't mean to lose it. And if I give him the message he doesn't deserve good things, then he's going to think he doesn't deserve good things. Get it? So there we are, just a little aside. And so why, when we forgive stuff, you know, we forgive ourselves and when we forgive ourselves, we stop the blocks that we're not worthy. 
you know, we stop the blocks of manifesting um, because we manifest what we think we deserve. We do. We manifest what we think we deserve. And, you know, the more we believe we're worthy, the better life we are going to manifest for ourselves. And I'm not just talking about, oh, manifesting a, you know, a bright red shiny Mercedes convertible, you know. I'm talking about manifesting our whole lives, like manifesting our relationships, where we live, who we live with, how we live, you know, where we go, what we do. It's all it's all coming from us and we have to believe we're worthy. We have to believe we're worthy. Otherwise, otherwise we're not going to manifest the good the things we want. And I truly believe that we are here in 3D amongst other things to create. We're here to create, you know, think about it. The thing we value most in um in the human life really apart from health really is is the ability to create you know you might say oh well people value money yeah i'm not sure they really value money in their heart i don't think in their heart they're like oh money's so special you know money buys stuff and pays bills and helps people and helps you and helps people you choose to help with your money and all that money is great you know i have no issues with money i'm bring me more money thank you universe but i think what we really value in this world is is the is creation you know whether it's art you know when people create beautiful art everyone goes oh look at that it's amazing that person created that or you know if somebody writes an amazing song oh wow they're a genius look at that song they've created you know and i always say because i'm an obsessive cancerian mother you know what's the biggest uh, creation is is a child like and you know obviously not everyone gets to experience that creation of creating a child but if you do you know suddenly you completely agree that okay there are millions of children born every whenever day year week month i don't know but every child is a miracle like there is nothing Creation is so important. And I tie that back, the fact of us, we humans, valuing creation as um, to the fact that the earth is a school of creation. It's It's a school of manifestation. So, you know, what are you manifesting? Are you happy with what you're manifesting right now? You know, sometimes we manifest things that we don't want because of negative self talk. You know, my dad was a, um, he passed away, unfortunately, about um, 12 years ago. But he was a psychiatrist and he, you know, he told me when I was, I don't know, my early 20s or something, you know, he, I don't even remember how it came up. Probably I was asking him a question. But he said one of the most important things of all, like, you know, all the things to have good mental health, more or less, one of the most important things was not to have negative self-talk. Because I remember saying to Dad, oh, what is that, Dad? What's what's negative self-talk? And now I just think, gosh, how crazy that I didn't know what it was. And he said it's when you beat yourself up, when you say, oh, my God, I'm so stupid, dismiss. I'm so ugly, dismiss. I'm so fat, dismiss. All those, you know. All those things that we tell ourselves, which probably aren't even true, you know. I mean, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm far from perfect. Believe me, I'm I'm as much on the learning curve as the other, as the next person. 
But this is the kind of thing we can forgive ourselves for when the full moon comes. And by doing that, we release self-doubt. And by doing that, we start to love ourselves more and believe we're worthy. And then we start to create a better life, you know, and we're all manifesting 24-7. But what I do in moonology is... um, is I kind of systemize it to the to the cycle of the moon, to the beat of the lunar cycle, because um, you know that's what women and men, some enlightened men, but many many women have done for millennia. We've worked with the cycles of the moon, and it's new moon, plant the seeds, set your intentions, you know, because you're manifesting twenty four seven every anyway. But once a month, take the time to think. Right, what do I really want to bring into my life? You know, and sometimes, you know, I went through a long stage where I was like, I don't really need anything. I'm fine. I've got everything I need. And then, you know, the big change for me came a couple of years ago when we decided, you know, we were going to stay in England for sure because we'd come here and it's like, well, we might stay, we might not, I don't know. And it was all really lovely and we thought, you know what, we'll just stay and we need to buy a house. And so that's when I went into another big manifesting cycle, which I hadn't been for a long time. You know, but it's also fine just to kind of, you know, let stuff uh, just you know, you don't have to manifest when you don't want to deliberately. But remember, you're constantly manifesting anyway. So it's quite good to set some intentions every month, even if you think, oh, I've got everything I need. Back when I was in that phase, I would more or less, um, I would manifest being a better wife and a better mother. That would be like my intentions for the month would be I would like to be a better wife and I think of ways I could be a better wife and I'd be better, like to be a better mother and the things I could do to be a better mother. And then I might do things like, you know, I want to have a really nice Sunday party, Sunday afternoon party this month or something like that. It doesn't have to be world-shaking manifestations, but it's good to have intentions, you know, and then it might be other things like I want to have an American column in a magazine, which I do now. If you're in America, I write every week the horoscopes in TV Guide and have done for a very long time now. Um, and then the full moon is like the the sort of counterbalance to that. So the new moon is setting intentions and the full moon is releasing, releasing, letting go, forgiving, forgiving anyone, forgiving anyone who's med- meddled with you, who's, oh, that sounds bad, I don't mean like that, but including that, but I mean anyone who's like messed up your path, who stood in your way, whose negativity has got to you and helped you, stopped you from being the best person that you can be, all that. Letting it go is such a powerful thing. And as I speak, I'm watching all the comments coming through on Facebook and lots of people saying that last night's ceremony that we did together on, excuse me, on Facebook was very powerful. And, you know, some people were crying and some people released stuff they hadn't been able to release for a very long time. And, uh, you know, it's a powerful, powerful thing. And if you didn't do it last night, you can still do it now. The reason why we do um, why we do it at full moon is because, as everybody knows, every all our emotions come up at um, full moon. All of our emotions. That's why people go crazy at full moon, you know. And uh, that's why there are more hospital admissions at full moon because people, all their emotions come up. And nobody has a clue how to deal with them because nobody teaches us this. And every time I say this, I think, oh, you know, I hope my son understands this because I I used to get him to come and sit with me when I did the full moon ceremonies when he was little. And he was like, yes, maybe I'd love to come and sit by the fire. And, you know, now I think, well, I think he'd probably rather be inside playing, um, you know, whatever video game he's playing or watching YouTube or whatever. 
But I, you know, I still try and remember, and I and I actually didn't do it yesterday. I will do it tonight when he gets home from school. Um, you know, like, darling, you know, if you're feeling all your feelings right now, it's the full moon. So if there's anyone you need to forgive, forgive them. You know, it's that simple. Just forgive and move on and let go. Um, oh, I was about to uh, try and take a question here, but um, can't seem to log on. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so there you go. So it was a it was now the reason why this full moon was so special as well was because um oh darn uh was because it was in the sign of Libra. And Libra is the sign of relationships. And there are some people saying to me, Oh, but if my birthday was yesterday, what does that mean? You know, if it was your birthday, it's going to mean something in particular. And you kind of need to look at the whole chart to understand exactly what it's going to mean. But overall, the fact that it was taking place in the sign of Libra may, means that last night and still now is a really good time to let it go. What do you need to release? What do you need to send out into the world and just say, you know what? I'm not going to let that matter anymore to me. I am moving on. Um, so there you go. We had the full moon. And what that also means um, is that we are now in the waxing cycle, the waning cycle of the moon rather, the waning cycle of the moon. And uh, what that is, it's the time of the month where we continue to just let it all go. Let it all go. Let it all go. And, you know, if you divide the lunar cycle, which is one month, one month, if you divide the lunar cycle in half, you have from the new moon to the full moon, which is the waxing cycle, which is when you set your intentions and just go for it. And then you have the waning cycle, which is when you let it all go. And, you know, that's why I, I've been doing these 11, 11 a.m.s on Facebook for some time now. And I decided, um, you know what, in the waning cycle, I'm just going to give myself a couple of weeks off because I really needed a bit of time out. And so the waning cycle, which we're in now for two weeks, is a really good time to just let it all go. Don't do anything you don't feel you want to. Just release. Just breathe out, you know, and and the waning cycle lasts for two weeks. So if you possibly can, give yourself a break for the next two weeks and then once we get to the new moon in about two weeks from now, that's when we start to go for it again. And I always think if the world would do this more often, if the world would do this more often, the world would be a better place if we all lived in tune with the lunar cycle. Um, some a lot of people are saying they were really crying last night, and you know, crying is so good for us, like so good for us. So if you've been crying a bit yesterday or today, or if you end up having a bit of a cry tomorrow, you know, all you're doing is releasing stuff. You're doing full moon release, and all our emotions come up. So yeah, cry, let it out. You know, whether you write it down on a piece of paper and you burn it or you have a good cry or, um, you know, even sometimes having an afternoon nap can really help you kind of integrate all the changes that are going on in you. You know, um, there's one interesting thing actually about crying that I read. It's fascinating. You can look it up on the Internet um, that basically if you if you're you know, sometimes when you're really, really happy 
and you're crying with happiness. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. That's so wonderful, you know, when something really great happens and you're crying with happiness um, versus when you're crying because you're sad or you're processing and you're letting go and you're releasing grief. You know, what scientists did, because sometimes scientists do some quite cool things, um, they actually tested the kind of chemical compounds in the tears of happiness and the tears of sadness. And guess what? They found that they are actually made up of different chemicals. Like they could identify these are the happy tears and these are the crying tears because, you know, really tears are amazing and we kind of fight tears. We fight them and we we try not to cry sometimes. But, you know, tears are actually a release. It's like literally it's rolling down our face and leaving our body. So, you know, if you're feeling a bit tearful, um, it's a good thing. Someone's joking on Facebook, I'm an ugly crier. It's a bummer. (laughs) Yeah, well, it doesn't matter, you know. Just let it out. Let it go. Let it all unravel, let it out, and it can be a path on which to travel, to quote Michael Lunig, which I was talking about last week. So, yeah, lots and lots of uh, full moon stuff, lots and lots of full moon stuff. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, if I can manage to not upset this pile of books, I'm actually going to read to you my formula for forgiveness. My formula for forgiveness. Here we go. So just close your eyes and tune in. Under the glorious full moon, I forgive everything. Everyone. Every experience. Every memory of the past or present that needs forgiveness. I forgive positively everyone. I also forgive myself of past mistakes. The universe is love and I am forgiven and governed by love alone. Love is now adjusting my life, realising this, I abide in peace. So there you go. That is from my book, Moonology. And uh, it's a really powerful thing to say every full moon. It's the full moon release formula. So I'll be back. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with Positive Prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on Positive Prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open Positive Prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.
Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Hello, everybody. We are back, back, back. And I'm just going to answer a question I just had on Facebook. I saw it sort of sliding by. Someone's saying, is it a bad thing to be born under the full moon? And absolutely not. No, it is not a bad thing to be born under the full moon. No, no, no. All right. So I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to draw a card for all of us, whatever we need to know. I'm going to use Doreen Virtue's Goddess Guidance card, which I'm still planning to uh, do my own version of at some point because she's stopped doing them, I believe. Oh, I think it's, I don't know. Um, so think of your question. If you're watching on Facebook, put it in the comments. Oh, there's our card. Um, or say it out loud. I've got the card. Ooh. Oh, oh, goodness, this is a nice one. Oh, I love these cards so much. Athena, inner wisdom. You know what to do. Trust your inner wisdom and take appropriate action without delay. Beautiful card. So whatever it is today, you know what to do. Almuj, you know what to do. Um, someone now, someone's saying, okay, if it's not bad to be um, born under a full moon, what about being born under a balsamic moon? It's not bad to be born under any moon. Um, in Western astrology, it's not like um, Eastern astrology, which, you know, I'm not criticising Eastern astrology. They do what they do and it's all really good. But they have all these things like I was watching a um, another one of Chris Brennan's uh, podcasts this week and um, – I shouldn't even say it's not like Eastern astrology. It's not even like old-fashioned astrology. Like back in the day, even in Western astrology, they had certain things where, you know, if you're born by, on you know, if you've got such and such a thing in your chart, you know, you'll be a, uh, what are they saying, things like you'll be a, like a, a hobo basically. I can't remember what the word for, for was, but, you know, someone who wanders the streets with no money or there'll be pestilence upon your crops and all that. You know, we just don't subscribe to that these days. Like no one's going to tell you because you were born with a balsamic moon that you're going to be a hobo or you're going to, you know, be not fair of face or, you know, have pestilence on your crops or whatever. It's just just not the way modern astrology works. We've just all realised that's a load of nonsense. And even on Chris's uh, podcast, which he did with um, a great guy called Israel, um, look it up it's good 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 stuff um i did one with chris about a month ago about the void of course moon but um even you know israel was quite quick to point out say you know you know just say you have any of the things that they're talking about in this podcast where um you know you're supposed to be a, a wandering hobo that will never amount to anything um you know he was saying like even though that's what they used to say in the olden days, now we just say, well, maybe you've got a slightly more of a propensity to become a wandering hobo or to have pestilence on your crops or whatever, but you're certainly not doomed, okay? 
And so, you know, if you're born under a full moon or a balsamic moon or a new moon or a gibbous moon, you're not doomed. It's literally just opportunities. I look at the chart and I don't think many people would argue with me about this. I look at the chart as um, what your soul needs to evolve. Uh, maybe some astrologers wouldn't be that esoteric or that cosmic. But to me, it's like, what do you need to evolve? It's in your chart. You learn the lessons that your soul needs to evolve thanks to whatever is in your chart, okay? All right, so let's go to the lines because I've got loads of people calling and I would like to speak to them. So let's go first of all to line one where we have Anne on the line. Are you there? Yeah. Hello, Anne. Hi, Yasmin. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. I um, Do you have my birth information? You've already got that, right? I've got it. I'm just putting it in. Sure. You were born in Tarrytown. Is that what it's called? Tarrytown, New York, yes. Tarrytown. That's a funny-sounding name. I like it. <laughs> Tarrytown. What does Tarrytown mean? Well, I think it comes from a Dutch word because the Dutch colonized um, part of New York. Right. So, and you have you been feeling a bit down in the dumps? Very much, very, very much talking, thinking about the past. And I'm wondering if there's any transits. I know I'm born in the 12th house and the past comes up a lot. And I think about it and survival and all that stuff and uh, thinking about myself and, and, and the family and why maybe there's a transit that that's going on that I might be thinking about all this stuff that keeps coming up and it brings me down, but then I'm okay. Afterwards I go up and down. Right. Okay. So, and I'm looking at your chart and, um, you know, actually you more or less have the planets on your side at the moment. Uh, the one thing that, hang on, one, two, three. Yeah, the one thing you do have is you've got um, Neptune coming up to square your sun. And, you know, that can be a confusing time. Um, but honestly, actually, one of the reasons why I took your call was because I saw the word depression there and you're saying you're feeling a bit depressed. You know, I think it's really important when you're feeling depressed, you literally just go and tackle it. You go and speak to your GP or your naturopath or whatever. And, you, you know, sure, if you get a, an astrologically friendly GP, you can say, oh, look, Neptune's squaring my sun and I'm feeling a little bit out there. But, you know, um, you kind of need to tackle these things, not just wait for Neptune to stop squaring your sun. What do you think about that? Got it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because our and mental health is so important. I do have a doctor's appointment, so next week anyway. Uh, so I will be brilliant. tackling that. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, really there's nothing in your chart. Um, the thing that's in your chart that might be troubling right now is more or less a feeling of not really sure where you're going or where you should go. Um and uh, maybe being a bit confused about your career or about the mark you want to leave on the world and all that kind of stuff. But there's not, I mean, normally with, with the word depression, you'd look for something with Saturn, but I, there's nothing really bad. In fact, Saturn is kind of on your side at this point. Um, Saturn's going to be making a harmonious link to your Venus and to your, um, to your sun quite soon. You've actually been through the difficult times in many, uh, in many ways, 
So maybe now you're dealing with a fallout, but yeah, good on you for making the doctor's appointment. Just go and, you know, see, because it may well be stuff that's left over from the the pretty tough astrology you had that you no longer have. Um, But, you know, you need to deal with it. And it's better to kind of get it dealt with on a really, in a really professional way. All right. Got it. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Anne. I'm really glad you're going to the doctor. Yes, thank you. Lots of love. All right, so let's flip from the West Coast to the East Coast to Katrina, who at least was born in San Jose. Are you there, Katrina? I am. How are you you on this bright and sunny day? I'm doing okay. I've got some questions in regards to this full moon. Okay, I'm just putting your details in. So where are you now, uh, Katrina? I'm up in Oregon. Oh, so you moved. I did. What made you move? Uh, just trying to make a actually an easier life for my son and myself back when I did move. It was in the 90s and... Uh, I just knew I wanted to be able to live on my own, and California was expensive then, and it's even more expensive now. Right. So it was the right decision? Absolutely. Okay, cool. All right. So tell me your questions, madame. What does my soul need to know? What does your soul need to know? Right. Well, that's sort of less about the full moon and more about your uh, your the nodes in your chart. So, all right. So, sounds to me like you've actually been doing what your soul needs to do because in your chart you have the north node in your fourth house of family, and uh, and you moved. You changed your life for the sake of your son. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So that's what that's kind of what you need to know. You need to know that what really matters now is not achievement professionally this lifetime. What really matters to you is home and family and community. This is the people, true. I have three granddaughters now. Ah, there you go. That's what really that's what your sole purpose is this lifetime is to understand that while this is not the same for everybody. This is for uh, this is for Katrina, but in your chart, Katrina, it's not about fame and fortune and recognition and all that. It's about family, and maybe That's next an time one. you'll be all about fame and fortune. But this time, your true happiness, true fulfillment, and satisfaction for you lies in home and family. All right. That's that's good to know. And, you know, um, that's it's an easy one, too, because fame and fortune never, you know, when you're younger in your teens and when you're in your 20s, fame and fortune and, you know, having all the stuff is something that you crave and you want. And then I'm in my 50s now and nothing could be further from the truth. Right. Right. Yeah. So you lead a fairly simple life there in Oregon. Um, I would I would say so. Not a you know I drive a older car and just have a small house and am quite content. Sounds nice. Do you bake? 
Um, I do. Not enough, though. Because you're Cancerian, conjunct Jupiter, home, family, baking, having the family over, lovely meals together, all that will be good for your soul. Okay. Well, thank you. I really appreciate it, Yasmin. You're absolutely 100% welcome, Katrina. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. You have a good day. Thank you. You too. There you go. I love talking to people from all over the place. I'll take another call in a minute, but I just wanted to have a look at the astrology for the week ahead as we move uh, through the waning cycle from the full moon towards the new moon in two weeks. So the big thing today, a lot of people were saying on Facebook, they were saying uh, that they have been feeling very emotional with the full moon. And it's actually another thing that's going on as well. It's not just the full moon. There's also the sun conjunct Chiron today, which is all about healing. So it's a very healing energy at the moment, a healing energy in the air. And, um, you know, so if you're feeling like you've been a bit healed as a result um of the the full moon if you're feeling like you're feeling healed by life if you feel healing is going on even if it's slightly painful you're feeling the healing <laughs> feeling the healing you're feeling the healing in the air so today is really a good day for healing um tomorrow is a really good day for meditation um those of you who are in my sun moon and stars members area we're doing a meditation tonight just to tune into that lovely Mercury conjunct Neptune. I would say join us, but we actually just closed the Sun, Moon and Stars members portal now for a few months. Uh, so you can just go on the wait list at this point. Um, so we're going to do a meditation tonight uh, for, to fe for feeling the healing. And uh, then also coming up, we've got um, Venus sextiling Saturn, which is great for it's great for women. It's great for sealing a deal, a financial deal. It's very much about getting stable. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of exciting as well. Um, if you're making a deal today, it's a good deal. If you're falling in love, it's a good love. If you're making a promise, it's a good promise. There's a real feeling of stability and uh, longevity in the air. Um, excuse me, and then we're actually going to have the sun echoing that. Um, harmonizing with Saturn and then uh, Mercury harmonizing with Pluto. Basically, this week is pretty darn positive. So, you know, it's the waning cycle. So it's more down, uh, it's more low key, but it's still a really potentially very good week for the planet. And I think after everything we've all been through in the last year or two, we need this stability that's being offered to us now. Um, by the planets. Agreed? All right, so um, let us go to the lines again. Let's have a look. Who have we got? I want to go to someone who was uh, born in the middle of the country. I'm not sure if this qualifies, and then we'll go overseas because we've got a few people from overseas calling as well. Actually, let's go, let's go, uh, no, let's go to Phyllis on um, line three. Are you there, Phyllis? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I sure can. How's life? Where are you now? Uh, it's it's getting better. Um, I was born in Baltimore, but I currently live in Navarre, Florida. So it's northwest Florida. Right. So did you move because it's sunnier? Um, I moved because I was in the military for the longest of time, and I decided to return to Florida to retire. 
Okay. What did you do in the military? I was a social worker. Oh, okay. So you didn't have a you weren't you didn't have a gun. You didn't have to go and fight. You were helping. Uh, helping. Yeah, I was I was in a combat zone for two tours. Wow. Where'd you go? Um, Afghanistan for one tour and um, Iraq for another tour. Oh gosh! Wow, you did the heavy duty ones. No wonder you wanted to retire. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. I, I definitely needed a break and needed a time to to just kind of regroup and figure out what I wanted to do for the encore of my life. Right. Well, as they say, thank you for your service. Oh well, thank you. So, what happens now? What's the encore of your life? Um, I'm I'm working as a social worker online um, with with MD Live, and I I just I, I want to contribute. I think it is my calling. It's just you know I'm I'm a little tired. I'm a little exhausted. I, I'm I'm for the past two years I've been doing some self care to try and um, you know rejuvenate and and kind of figure out how I want to do or how I can best contribute, um, you know, for, for what I do and, and, I, and still have fun and enjoy life. Okay. So here's the thing, Phyllis. You actually have had one of the most difficult transits that you can have. Uh, it happens to everybody every 30 years and we all, you know, we normally get through it. You appear to have got through it, but it was Saturn going over your son, your S-U-N. And it's yeah. difficult. <laughs> it's tiring. It's exhausting. It can be depressing, you know. And, you know, if you're, pro if you're feeling a bit like, oh, my gosh, I've given everything I've got to give this lifetime. I'm exhausted. I don't know what to do now. I feel despondent. I feel like life's just a drain and all that. I just want you to know that you are actually through that cycle. I'm just going to triple check that it's not going to retrograde, but I don't think it's going to retrograde. I think it's already retrograded. And, uh, let me see. It's going to retrograde, actually. Yeah, but you know what? It's just going to miss your son. So let me just see how far back it goes. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's actually going to hit your son and, and turn. So basically what you need to do at this point to work with the last of this energy, it's going to be much easier. You had the first hit. The first hit's the hardest. It's going to go back and in October, make October your turning point. So use between now, what are we in, March? March to October, that's like six months, to start to make a battle plan, to start to make a plan about how you want the next 30 years of your life to go or at least the next 15, you know, like start to make okay. a plan at, that you can literally write in a, on a list on the wall and, you know, see what you have to do because Saturn loves the list. Saturn loves when we have a strategy. So think about what do I actually want? If I were to get what I want in the next 20 years, what would be my strategy for getting it? Have you got any clues about what you want? Uh, no, I'm I'm just exhausted, and I want to um, I want to be a wanderer and just wander around um, aimlessly okay. is how I feel right now. But um, I, I was thinking about maybe doing something online that was that was more focused towards, say, for example, if someone called in for behavioral health and it was depression. You know, I could have a I don't want to say a quote unquote kit, 
but I could have a uh, sort of like a sequence of things that they could do that involve crystals, that involve meditation, that involve maybe perhaps affirmations to help them help themselves empower themselves. Um, just because in, in mental health or behavioral health, it's not always a, a clinical diagnosis that people need help with. And if they can figure out how to do it on their own, it's so empowering to to help them make it through versus, oh, now you have a diagnosis and here's some drugs for you to take. And they're just bogged down by taking drugs, but they really don't feel any better. Yeah. Well, I mean, if so what I would do is I would try and work out a way to uh, package that up into something you can offer people online, which you say you're doing it online, because what that will then do is it will give you the freedom to wander, you know, because once you take your business online, it doesn't matter where you are. You can do Skype from anywhere. There's a, there's a you know, a modem and a, a signal reception. Um but, again, I think it's really crucial between now and October to work out how would that work, what would that look like. You know, if you had stuff that you wanted to sell, like crystals and, you know, other things that are physical, um, then you would need someone to send them out for you because, obviously, if you're wandering around the, the country or the world, uh, you need someone to do that. But everything else, like meditations, which are virtual products and all that, you can just sell those uh, online. You can do your sessions online. But because you've got Saturn coming back and retrograding and then actually stationing direct on your sun, like literally what astrologers call partile with your sun, it means that you really need to tackle this like a job, you know, because it is a job. And, you know, and to get really serious about it and to, like I said, to really have a strategy. And then if you want to start to unleash that strategy in October, that would work with your astrology. Okay. Which is good. Okay. It gives you seven, it gives you seven months, you know. Yeah. And hang on, let me just see the, the new moon that's going to take place just around then. Uh, hang on just a second, okay. Just give me one second. You can hear me clicking as I... Uh, <laughs> Just trying to see where the new moon will be. Um, yeah, so then if you kind of aim to do it, I would actually say, hang on, sorry, either around about the time of the new moon in Libra, which is early October, or the new moon in Scorpio, which is early November. Early October is kind of better because it's actually a new moon in your second house of cash, so it's a really good time to be starting up to do something different in terms of how you earn your money. Okay. Okay. Listen, if you can go to Iraq and Afghanistan and come back in one piece, you can do anything, girlfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, do you have time for another quick question? I sure do. Okay, so with all this traveling around, uh, relationships have been rocky. Um, yep. Any any advice other than to get out there and, and attract? Yes, okay. So I was wondering how your love life was going because you do actually have some kind of interesting uh, love action going on. Um, as of May, you're going to have the best love stars you've had for 12 years. Um, 
Now, you need to be honest, Phyllis, about if you're scared of relationships, if you find them a bit like a drag or you're worried that they're going to tie you down because you've got Saturn in your love zone. So it may well be that you feel like, oh, you know, relationships are just like a handbrake on my life. Um, but as of May, they go, your relationships get better. And then again, then it sort of kind of eases off. And then again, in January next year, from from January, you have literally the best love stars you've had in over a decade. So I would be looking at, um, you know, sort of focus on that as much as you're focusing on your business, at least. Um, the only thing I will say to you as someone who once went around the world with a backpack on a back, um, you know, a rolling stone gathers no moss. So if you're really serious about finding love, you may eventually, you may wander somewhere, but you may decide you have to stop because if you fall in love with someone who's, for example, got children, you know, and can't just move around the place nonstop, uh, you know, it may well be that you have, you wander to a certain extent and then you stop. But um, yeah, no, you, you've got good love stars coming up, really good love stars okay. coming up, like the best you've had. Years and years and years. Uh, I'll just tell you the first blast starts in May and lasts until kind of um, beginning of August, so May to, May to the beginning of August, and then uh, and then again next year in January. You have really really good love stars. And I'll tell you when I first learned astrology, I was um, about twelve years away from having this particular alignment or transit that you're having. And I waited patiently for 12 years because someone said to me, when Jupiter moves into your seventh house, it's the best time for love ever. And I waited and waited and literally about a year before this started, I met my husband. And I was like, oh, my God, it's true. And then we got married when Jupiter was in my, my seventh house. So, you know, it's this stuff works. So, you know, between now and the end of next year, you do have good stars to meet someone. That's great. That's great. Because I, I released my, my troublesome relationship, or I should say I surrendered it with um with hope that, you know, we'll have a reconciliation. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, it's well, it, it could be, be that relationship or a new one. And I'm afraid to say, Phyllis, on that note, we have 10 seconds left. So uh, thank you for calling in. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm sorry, Phyllis, we have to go. I will speak to you next week. Lots and lots of love. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.